Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Public Speaker Podcast. This is going to be concluding our improvisation podcast series on uh, this podcast. You can definitely check out the YouTube videos if you want to get the visual content and get the links in the description that have some free documents you can use. But this is going to be part five of improvisation for public speaking. And in this podcast, I'm going to be going over three different exercises you can do if you want to get better at improvisation. Uh, the first two exercises are not mine. They're from some website that I found, and that's going to be in the in the YouTube channel link description. You can check it out. But the third one is one that I developed over the past couple years that I really think is effective. It's been really effective for me in terms of just enhancing my improvisation skills. Um, and I think it's just a fun thing to do in order to get better at improvisation. So uh, we've been talking about improvisation a lot and how to use it, a lot of tactics, the psychology behind it. Hopefully this podcast provides you all some value uh, in terms of actual implementable tactical things you can do to get better at your improvisation skills for public speaking. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast and I hope you enjoy. So what are these three exercises that can be helpful for improvisation and public speaking? Um, so full disclaimer, I got some of these from a website that I'm going to link in the description. A couple of them are my own, a couple are also from the website. Um, but these are the ones that I really like the best and that I've used personally to help me to get better at improvisation. So the first example is called the last word activity, which simply means that after you say a sentence, you use the last word of that sentence and you build another sentence upon that. This is really good for improvisation because whatever the last word of your sentence would be is super random. Uh, and that random part of the last word of the sentence is what leads to another random thought, which leads to another random thought, and it keeps going and going. The goal is, though, you ultimately want to make it sound cohesive and turn into a story. So it shouldn't just be you end with a word and then that word leads to something else and something else. And it's so off topic that there's no correlation. That is a possibility in the first couple times you do this, but ultimately you want to get it to be something that's cohesive and makes sense if it's possible. But the possibility of it making sense only happens if you constantly keep doing it, which will constantly enhance your improvisation skills. So the example I pulled off of this website is, I have to go to the gym often. Often I think about the same thing. Thing is, I'm really lazy. Lazy is just an excuse. Excuse me, that's a bit rude. So I really like that example because it sort of plays into like a little comedic narrative about going to the gym and being lazy, but it's all interconnected based upon the last word of each sentence. And that's what you want to focus on when you're doing this activity is really taking the last word and trying to make it something cohesive that ultimately goes back in a circle with what your original thought was, and that requires improvising and constantly going forward. So the next one is an emotion activity. Uh, so this is really used to enhance your improvisation in the context of emotional stability and emotional flexibility. What you want to do is get around 10 index cards and write down various emotions. So like happy, sad, angry, frustrated, joyful, et cetera, et cetera. You can do as many as you want. You can put them in a hat and you want to have a conversation with someone or just with yourself in the mirror. While you're having this conversation, you need to randomly flip out uh, different cards that have different emotions on them. So I would say in the course of maybe two to three minutes, you go through five to six emotions and keep talking about whatever you're talking about, but do it in the emotion you're talking about. The goal of this here is a lot of times when you're improvising and when you're giving a public speech, your improvisation also is definitely attached to your emotional flexibility. Uh, if you're talking about a story or if you're saying something that it requires a little bit more intimacy, all of the tone and inflection and logistical aspects of how you speak fundamentally changes based upon 
uh, the emotions that you're portraying. So when you're forced to pick different emotions or forced to be happy when sad, forced to be joyful when angry in whatever conversation you're having, it makes you more emotional and improvise what it would be like to flex that emotional stability or to flex that emotion. It makes you flex that emotion onto your audience and that emotional flexibility then allows you to improvise a lot more differently when you're giving a public speech because you can transition from emotion to emotion a lot more effectively. So the last one is an activity I've created on my own and I've actually uh, used with a lot of people that I've coached and, and they've like actually benefited from it a lot and it's one that I've kind of made up really when I was like in, in in like ninth grade or like when I was really young, I think even before that. It was something I came up on the spot and, and then I realized, oh, this can actually be helpful. So this is where I take two random things, like the most random things in the world and find a connection between them. So this would be something like ladders and oranges uh, or trees and dictionaries or calculators and flashlights, right? Literally the most random objects or concepts in the world and bringing them together. So I'm going to do one example that I did before in front of my classmates and they were like super, super surprised and it was really cool because um, I, I wanted to tell them like I can connect anything together and this is what uh, I came up with. So this is a real thing that I've done before. If you don't believe me, then fine. I guess you just don't believe me. My uh, classmates, or, or I was with some friends and they mentioned uh, a red ribbon, so like a, a, a red ribbon, and then they mentioned math homework. So this was my connection between math homework and uh, red ribbons. You know, when you go to school, you usually like to learn in school. And when you're learning in school, it's very important that you understand the concepts that you're learning. And in order to understand the concepts that you're learning, you have to do homework. You have to practice the skills that you learn in your classes in order to reinforce the concepts that you're learning. So next time you go to school and next time your teacher gives you homework, you should take that homework and you should get a red bow and wrap it around your homework and give yourself the gift of knowledge because at the end of the day, that's all that homework is. So yeah, it really works. Being able to connect two random things using any kind of random ideas you have and bringing it together really is important for improvisation and it ultimately leads to better improvisation skills. And I'm not making that scenario up. If I have a friend ever on this channel, they will tell you that that's what happened and all of them were so super shocked. And I was super shocked too because I didn't even know I could have thought of that. Uh, and also the reason it's a red ri a ri uh, ribbon or bow is because um, in our school, one of our school colors is red. So that was like a cherry on top for the ultimate connection. So those are three activities that I think are really good in the context of public speaking and enhances your emotional flexibility, but also your mental flexibility in the context of what can you say to add value to a speech, even when you don't know exactly what you're saying. And all the parts of this series I hope to have helped in terms of personal experiences, current events, Q&A, and then these three exercises that force you to improvise in various different ways, but ultimately will help when you're giving a speech or communicating an argument uh, when you don't know exactly what to say, when you don't know how to go further, here's what to do and here's the exercises that I think can help to help you get to that goal.